Welcome to the Rural Revival Podcast. I'm your host, Dana Larson. This week, we're in Cody, Wyoming with Maggie Heron of Iron and Pine Design. Maggie makes beautiful, custom-made, hand-lettered and hand-painted signs using old barn wood. Today, she's sharing how what started out as a fun way to make some extra cash eventually turned into a dream that wouldn't quit and a legit full-time business. She also talks about the unique way she gained her Instagram community and her passion to use her gifts and talents for others. So here we go with Maggie Heron. All right, well, we're here today in Cody, Wyoming with Maggie Heron of Iron and Pine Design Co. Maggie, thanks for being on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. (laughs) Me too. Well, it's a big day for you. Yes, it is. (laughs) And we'll maybe get into that a little bit later, but um, start out by telling us a little bit about you. Have you always lived here in Cody? I have um, not always lived here in Cody. I was actually born here, but I lived in Nebraska for about 10 years, which is where my mom's folks are from. And my dad, um, he built houses in Omaha. And I think it was like 2004, the housing market crashed. And so he lost his business. And we they, they decided to move back to Cody, Wyoming, which is where his folks are from. And so he started um, working for his dad, building log homes. And since then, he has um, started his own business called Nelson Log Restoration, where he goes in and restores log homes. And so that's been a huge part of our family is log homes, which is kind of fun. Um, so I was I graduated from Cody High School in, in 2010, and throughout high school, I was very interested in art and music. I have not a lick of athletic ability in my body, and so it was art and music for me. And so I took... Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so athletically challenged. It's not even funny. Um, so I took every art class that I could while I was in high school. I think every year I took one, and um, I had one year where my teacher kind of discouraged me from art. She just said, like, I don't think you're, like, you're getting it, you know, just it's not your thing, you know. So that kind of, I hit a blow in my spirit because I was like, I love art and my whole family's artistic. Like, I want to do it, you know. So I got a little stubborn streak in me, and I was like, well, I'll just prove this person wrong and (laughs) do my own thing. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And so art was kind of a way for me to just um, release, like, my emotions and um, all my thoughts for the day. I just would randomly just draw things and I liked charcoal and watercolor and penmanship and I started picking up how to do calligraphy um but uh never really made a thing out of it just was kind of a fun hobby for me and um until about I don't know 2015 I was going on a missions trip it was 11 countries in 11 months it's called the world race and so I had to raise a quite a bit of money and so I was like well how could I raise money and so I was just thinking of different options. There's bake sales and car washes. And I was like, well, I don't want to do any of that. So I'm not good yeah. at baking. <laughs> and so I was like, well, I could do something with art. And I had access to this junky old pallet wood. And so I made little little signs. They were like 10 by 10 and just painted Bible verses on them and started raising them, started raising money and sold them for 20 bucks a piece and kind of funded my way. And then I went on the world race and um, just still kind of dabbled in calligraphy and drawing and everything and then got back to America and for about two years I worked three different jobs and just kind of didn't feel like after such a high on going on a missions trip like coming back and just 
working, it was like, what am I doing with my life? Like, this kind of sucks. Like, you're still living your life, but I didn't feel like in my heart or my spirit that I was doing what I was supposed to be doing. And I'm definitely the type of person that I need a purpose to feel like I'm doing something good, you know, and doing something for others. And so I prayed and prayed, like, what did God want me to do? Did he want me to be a long-term missionary or... I wasn't married. I wasn't dating anybody. And look, my heart's desire was to be married and have a family, but that was not in the picture at that time. And so I was like, well, I got to do something for me and then hopefully turn around and bless someone else, you know? So I was like, well, I used to paint signs. Maybe I could try that again. And so I kind of started dabbling in that and needed a name. And I was really struggling coming up with something that was like kind of catchy and cute and me. Um, and my best friend, Amelia, She's like, what about the name Iron and Pine? And I was like, oh my gosh, I really like that. And so I immediately started working up like a branding and loved it. But I just was like, I don't work in iron. Like, I'm not a welder. Like, I can't just go out and weld something and <laughs> stick some pine on it. And so I was like, the name just felt false to me. And for months, I prayed about it. I just was like, I don't know what the heck to do. I really love this name. It keeps coming back to me, but it's not like me. Like, it's not true, you know? And so one day I just prayed. I was like, God, what does this name mean? Like, what do you want this, you know, what do you want this to be? And immediately the verse Proverbs 27, 17 popped into my, my head. And it's as iron sharpens iron, so a friend sharpens another. And I was like, oh my gosh, there's my name, you know, iron and pine. And I just prayed right then that if it's at all possible that God would make me the iron in someone else's life by such a small simple thing of making a sign for somebody. It's really, um, in a way, insignificant to some people, but it's like, I don't know, you could still use that gift and that talent to bless somebody. And maybe as they walk by it every day, they see that it was made with love and intentionality. Is that a word? <laughs> Intention, intentional? Intentionality. I think it's a word. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what you mean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you know, that somebody else was thinking about them as they were making their sign. And so, just started doing it. And I'm also not very tech savvy. And so I had to learn how to do it all by hand. I don't use any stencils or a Cricut or anything. Everything is hand lettered or hand and hand painted. Um, and so I think that's one thing that kind of sets me apart from other sign makers is that it's all just done by my own hand and which I love doing. Like I'm looking back at the the first couple signs I did, it's like, it's laughable. (laughs) I have a picture of it, of what they used to look like. And it's just so cool how I think if you put in the work, the hard work, God will bless it and you'll get better and better. And I mean, just in four years time, like my penmanship has gotten so much better. And, but that's didn't happen overnight. Like that was hard work, you know? And even just crafting the signs and building the signs like that just takes time to learn. Mm -hmm. And so put in the hard work, you know, God will bless it. So you use, is it salvaged barn wood and stuff like that yeah. for the background? Yes. So I started out using pallet wood, um, which is kind of a lot of work. It's terrible taking apart pallets. Anybody will tell you that. So I kind of started just dumpster diving. I found like, I find random pieces of wood like around dumpsters or um, people will contact me and be like, hey, I've got some old barn wood. And my dad at his log yard, he has a mill. And so he's got a lot of scrap wood that they just mill off. And so um, he lets me use some of his wood. I actually trade his social media for wood. So that's a nice gig that I've got going, but I love finding like old barn wood and doing pieces on that. That's my favorite. It's just finding that old dusty janky stuff. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) 
So as people started taking interest in what you were doing, how did you get the word out? And how did you, it was, it sounds like it was maybe kind of a slow growing and expanding just as the demand kept growing. Yeah. So I started the business, um, like actually started it about two years ago, a little less than two years. Started out really small, just a Facebook page. And then I was like, well, I, could sh- I should get an Instagram page because I see a lot of businesses are doing well on Instagram. And so that started out as like, I was like 500 following. And I was like, yes, 500. You know, that's so cool. <laughs> and it just kind of like locally started growing. Um, I got a lot, a lot of local orders, a lot of Montana orders. Um, and then, so that went on for about a year, just very small. I was still working two or three jobs at that time and just kind of doing it on the side. I had never expected to do it full time. Um, but then about, I think it was around last January, so 2019, I had an acquaintance um, approach me. And her and her husband used to do full-time sign business, um, sign making, for about 10 years, I think. And that was their full-time job, both of them. And they did a really great job, had a huge following on social media, and then God just called them out of it. And she was like, I don't I don't want to. Like, I want to keep doing this. I love this, you know. And But God was persistent and just was like, you need to do something else and give this away. And so she approached me with giving me her Instagram, which was had about 65,000 people following her. And she was like, I just don't want to see this community go to waste. And I want someone to take it over that has the same heart and same belief as I did. And so I prayed about it. I was like, that's, you know, that's taking over someone's baby. That's her business. Like, that's a huge undertaking. And yeah. then, like, would I be able to even do a good job, you know? And so I prayed about it and I felt a clear yes to take it. And um, when I did, it was maybe a month in of having that Instagram following that my business kind of blew open um, from doing, I can't even remember how many orders I got in one month, but it just was like overflowing and overwhelming to me just how many people were wanting custom made hand lettered signs, you know, these little signs that I started out in my garage, like (laughs) with pallets, with pallets. I know now people are wanting like a ton of them. And so that was a major blessing in my business was just getting that account because it just blew open the doors for all over the States. Like I'm getting them from Alaska and, and California, New York. I mean, they're just all over rather than Cody, Wyoming or, you know, Nebraska sometimes. So, uh, yeah. so that was huge. And I seriously cannot thank Nicole and her husband, Will, enough for just entrusting me with their little, their business, you know, their yeah. baby. So, wow. Yeah. So now that that has happened, your products are in high demand. How do you keep up and how do you set proper expectations with your customers? Yeah. Because you are doing these all yourself. Yeah. So, so everything... Um, I have been doing by myself. Like I make each sign. Okay. Well, side note, my husband has started making signs for me, which is awesome because that's the part I'm like, I don't want to do. I just (laughs) want to paint. So that, thank God, like he's here and he's very crafty. So he can help me with that too. But in the beginning, it was me just making every sign, sanding, staining, painting, lettering, all of it, shipping it. So everything was, is done by me. And so it is kind of a slower process when it's one person. Um, and they're not mass produced, you know? So I always tell my customers, like, please give me three to five weeks. I know that's a long time, but I do have a huge list that I'm currently working through. So just give me grace and patience. And also, like, I think today's mentality is you get on Amazon, you buy something, and it's here two days later. And so I think a lot of people have, like, anxiety about waiting five weeks for Uh something that they paid for. And it's like there's nothing showing for it yet, you know. 
And so I'm just like, because it's me, just me, like I need a little little time to get it done and do it well and do it properly, you know, right. and ship it so that it's not going to fall apart as it comes to you. And so um, I just always remind people that. But I think it'll help because, um, like I said, I've always had a couple jobs and done this on the side. But today is my first day full time with Woo! Iron and Pine. I... I had a really great job downtown on a cute little store called Olive and Pearl, and my boss was so great. And she was like, I want you to do what you want to do. And so yesterday was my last day, which was kind of bittersweet. Like, I'm so excited, but I loved her and working for her. But, yeah, now it's now it's full-time, full-time gig. <laughs> Amazing. Well, congratulations. Thank you. That is super exciting, and Thank I'm you. so excited that I can be here I today know, to celebrate day. with you. Yes. <laughs> I did not know that coming in, so that was just a fun surprise. Yeah, so you mentioned shipping. Yes. I mean, that even that just that word is daunting Whoa. when you just think about what that <laughs> entails. So how did you learn to navigate that? Um, over the last two years. I mean, it's changed. I Because my signs are like, they're so, all of them are different sized, it was mm-hmm. really hard to find any kind of boxes that would even fit them. And so I bubble wrap the heck out of them. And I make sure that their backs are like strong. Like I've dropped them before on purpose and they don't come apart, you know? So I'm like, you gotta make sure that your signs put together well. And then I just bubble wrap them and wrap them in a couple sheets of like that sturdy construction wrapping paper. Uh-huh. And then I um, print a shipping label and ship it through the UPS. I love the UPS. Our store here is awesome. The people that work here are phenomenal. Um, but all that to say, I would rather give shipping to somebody else. I don't love shipping. It's a lot of work. It is a lot of work. And it's expensive. I always feel Mm -hmm. so bad, like, charging people. It's expensive to ship signs, you know? Sure, yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of a bummer, but it is what it is. Just part of Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. So do you come up with your own designs, or do you have people requesting, like, will you paint this phrase for me? Both. Okay. So I... A lot of my signs in my shop, in my um, online website, are some that I have come up with. But a lot of them are custom made. I get a lot of like verse requests or co- quote requests, um, a lot of like family names. Um, and so I would say the custom signs are probably my top seller. People wanting their family name or um, a specific song quote or whatever, you know. But I do enjoy the ones that I get to create because that one comes like right out of my heart, you know? Yeah. So I love those ones. But I do love the custom ones too because it's like you're kind of a small part of someone else's home, you know? It's kind of a a fun thing. That they entrust you with. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you stay inspired and keep coming up with new ideas? Mm -hmm. So recently I've been kind of in a just a creative funk. Like I was doing all the sign orders that – was you know requested and they're all great like they're all beautiful but it was kind of like becoming rote because it was the same sign same sign after another and I was like I just need to make something for myself and so I was someone gave me these um these little log rounds they're about like that like three inches thick and I was like I'm just gonna make something for my house and so I made this little cute log round I was like oh this is so cute and it kind of sparked something in me again like just a different design that I wanted to do, you know? And so I started making these, and this was just like last week, honestly. I started making these like three-inch little log magnets, like kitchen magnets, and they are just so stinking cute, and people like freaked out about them. I was like, I think that was my biggest Instagram hit since I started. Um, And since then, I've gotten like almost 20 orders for them just in like three days. Wow. Yeah, so that was kind of a huge thing. But I was so excited about it because... 
that was like my idea and my design. And I'm sure other people have done log little, you know, little log magnets, but I was just so excited that it was like, I got to create something out of my own heart. And it just kind of sparked that creativity in me again. And, um, and people loved them. So that was a huge, huge hit for me. Very fun. Yeah. So do you have signs available like in stores where people can shop for them or do you strictly stick with the online right now? Yeah, pretty much just online. I would love to get into some stores. Um, I have one kind of in the works in Montana, but it hasn't happened yet. It's like kind of there. Um, I would love to get into some stores. I think that'd be so much fun. And now that I am full-time for myself, I have the time to actually do orders and shows and do stores. So if you want to, you know, have iron and pine in your store. <laughs> yeah. Hit me up. Check out the show notes. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I love it. So how much of this, you mentioned doing some shows and stuff. Has that been a big part of you kind of getting your product in front of people and creating your following too? Yes. Yeah, so shows are a huge, um, a huge thing for, I think any small, small town entrepreneur, it helps get the word out, helps get your name out there. So people are like, oh, there's a girl in Cody who can do this, you know. And um, I've done maybe five shows, which is not a lot, but each one of them was a huge success. It was so much fun. And getting to meet people was actually, like, a ton of fun. I have one this coming Saturday in Red Lodge, Montana, that I'm um, super excited about. It's their first market in Red Lodge. And so that's a huge booster for me but it's a lot of work because you're still trying to keep up with your orders as well as making signs for a market so you're doing like double the amount of signs so it's a lot of work but it does pay off at the end and it's just fun to meet people and have a booth set up it's so fun just designing a booth and I don't know I I'm hoping to get into more shows after this one I have one in Sheridan that's a big one Um, but that's a it's a really fun way to meet people and get your name out absolutely what impact do you hope to make with your signs? Um, just always wanted to somehow impact other people's lives. And I didn't know how that was supposed to look. And I always thought it would be something different. I never thought it would be like something that I make that could maybe impact somebody. And hopefully it does. I get some comments that are like, this really blessed me. But I don't, half the time I don't even know like what people really think, you know. Um And so I'm just kind of like praying that as each sign that I make, it touches somebody and like, I don't know, gives them some hope or joy or something. You know, I don't really know the, the effects of, of it, honestly, but I pray that it does. Yeah. And I would think if they're sending you in phrases, that is something that's super meaningful meaningful. to them too. Yeah. What are some of the key things that you learned along the way? as you've just figured this out, like kind of we all are, that might be helpful for someone else with their own dream in their mm-hmm. heart. Um, that hard work beats talent. If you're not putting in your work um, and you're just relying on your talent, it's really not going to go anywhere. You really have to um, hone your craft, work at it. And like, I mean, I've spent hours and hours and staying up late with splinters in my hands just trying to make it right you know and I think it's just like that's what God asks us to do is to work with all that we have and in return glorify him and I think he blesses that you know when you um, are just given everything that you've got and I don't know some people might think like well building signs and painting isn't hard work and it might not be like actual physical hard work but mentally and spiritually like it is 
it's hard sometimes and just doing everything by yourself is you kind of feel a little isolated and in a small town where other people are doing kind of the same thing it's like it's hard to just keep it going and it's um so it's just the hard work to and the drive to just get it done you know and just do it (laughs) yeah yeah what do you love about your community here in Cody I love that um it is a smaller town which I do love but it's also very like a a community-based town I love that people are really supportive of each other and want to help other members in the community that are hurting or um, suffering or anything. And so I do love that. I love that it's small. I love that you go to Walmart and you know everybody there and um, just walking down Main Street and seeing everybody that you know is so much fun. And I mean, I was basically raised here and so I know a ton of people. My husband is like so shy and quiet. And so everywhere <laughs> that we go, people are like, Maggie, how are you doing? And he's like, oh, can I just go hide? I don't know. <laughs> is he not from here? No, he's not from okay. here. So he doesn't know anybody. <laughs> so that's kind of fun. But Um, I do love this town. I love the mountains. I love the outdoors. I feel like they ground me. They inspire me to just keep on moving, you know, keep on trucking. So, um, totally a mountain girl, girl through and through. Yeah. It's a good town. Yeah. It's a beautiful town too. It's gorgeous. I know. Well, what's next for you and for Iron and Pine? Like I said, I'm now full time first day. Um, and so I'm just going to keep on moving. Like, I don't know what God has for me in Um, And I've always prayed since the beginning that if God wanted to shut these doors, that he would. And if not, he would just keep throwing them wide open. And so far he has. And so I'm just kind of running with that. I don't really have a long-term goal. I didn't ever think I'd be full-time. And, you know, who knows how long that'll last. Like, things change as as the wind blows, you know. So I'm just kind of rolling with it, trying to come up with long-term plans, but also trusting God to, to... figure it out. <laughs> you yeah. know, I can't. So yeah. Well, how do we follow along with everything you have going on? Well, I have a couple ways you can do that. You can either follow me on Facebook, which is Iron and Pine Design Co. Or I have a website, which is www.ironandpinedesignco.com. Or my Instagram, which is um, also Iron and Pine Design Co. And Instagram is probably my, my, my baby where I make all my sales. So Instagram is a huge tool. It's awesome. And it's like a little side business itself, keeping up with that. Yeah. So especially in a creative, yeah. you know, route that you're going. Yeah. To. You kind of always have to be on and always promoting, which yeah. is, it's a lot, you know, yeah. but it's so much fun. I'm so thankful for it. Cause I, without it, I'd be like, not yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's so. just a fun way to interact with people. Yes, it is here. really fun. And it's, it's crazy how Social media can really be like a small community. People you don't even know, but you still interact with them. And like, you know, I'll get DMs just from random people that I don't know, just saying that they love my work and they are so thankful for this, you know. And so that is huge. It's just the support is huge, huge. So, well, I'm so happy for you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Yes, thank you for having me. This has been so much fun. Yes. I love that I got to be there with Maggie to celebrate her first day as a full-time entrepreneur. One look at her Instagram feed and you'll see things are going great for Maggie and she's gearing up for Christmas orders, which you'll want to be sure to get in soon to get them back in time for Christmas. Huge thanks to Maggie for being on the podcast. We wish her all the success in the world on her business. And thanks to you for tuning in. We'll be back next week.
Have a great day, everybody.